So last week we spoke about uh, habits, and I realized when I was rereading or re-listening to it that I spoke about in the beginning of um, setting a vision and having your values defined. And I realized that um, I basically just told y'all to to set that up before, but I would like to help you with figuring out how to do that this time. If you hear a bunch of birds, it's because I am in uh, Nicaragua. It's uh, 6 a.m. where I'm at, 5.54. And uh, yeah, the birds are pretty active at this time. So I apologize for the background noise. Um, It's a beautiful morning, and I'm grateful to be here. So, moving on. We know that change is difficult. um, And making it sustainable over the long term, which is how developing habits. um, Having a vision and a defined purpose. And even um, it being aligned with your values will help you make it sustainable long term. So we know that in order to sustain changes, we first have to set a direction, right? Like we were speaking last time. Where do I want to go? Uh, is the, the things that I'm doing taking me in that direction? So we know that we want to set some goals, right? We know when we want want to get something. But setting a goal is really not enough. Obviously, obviously it's better than not. Um, if you don't have your goals written down uh, clearly and they're not uh you can use a smart framework which is uh measurable um, i forget right now you can look it up but smart goals you have the resources you have the time um but your brain is also wired to um be able to follow whatever vision you set so you want to set a vision of where you want to go and then your brain will be able to start to identify the things that can help you get there. It's almost like a GPS. So you need to be very specific about your vision. And it may be, uh, it may not be a straightforward path. I mean, how many times do you put an address in your GPS and you just go straight and you get there? Never, right? So you need to understand there's going to be twists and turns along the path. But as long as you're consistent about your vision and you're taking the steps in in that direction you should be able to get there eventually so um, you need to be intentional as we discussed last time and part of it is also about your internal dialogue I believe that internal dialogue is highly correlated to your identity Uh, you can think about it as internal dialogue ID identity Um, and the reason this is important is because we are also uh, more wired to focus on the negative. We're wor- wor- we're worried about dangers um, and survival, and so we need to be mindful about ha- what we're thinking about, how we're speaking to ourselves, what we're telling ourselves. Uh, any successful person you'll you'll find out is more positive than negative. They focus on on the good rather than the bad. So going back to something that I say very often is influences, right? What inputs are you given? Whatever you put in is what you're going to get out. That's just a law in life. 
So, um, you know, setting up your environment, as we discussed, is going to help you. And that also has to do significantly with the people you surround yourself, um, which is what I want to talk about more in depth later on. Um, but as we know, we are the average of the five people we spend the most time with. And so you need to optimize your environment um, to be able to help you uh, set, get endurance, set the right mi- have the right mindset, and ultimately be able to accomplish those goals and that vision. So in order for you to, to accomplish your vision, you need to align your internal and external and make sure that they're going in the same direction. So the external is your vision, the environment is what we just discussed, and then your internal is your values and your thoughts. So your vision, it needs to be compelling enough for you to be able to stay the course despite the difficulties, almost like your why. You want it to be very compelling. What it will, what will this mean for you? What will it allow for you to be able to achieve that vision? Why is it important? And if you keep asking that same question multiple times of why that uh, why achieving that outcome is important to you, you'll be able to get to the deeper motives. Now, you don't want to go further than seven times. Uh, that's pretty pretty deep. But you can just keep on asking why it matters to you, why that reason that you're discussing is, is important, and you'll be able to find deeper motives. So once you have your real reasons of why you want to achieve that, you can evaluate if it's really aligned with your values and who you want to be. Um, and, and take this with a grain of salt, right? Um, some people that have, as we discussed last time, been able to to accomplish great things is because they also said uh, uh, an enemy, right? They they they're like, I I have this fight. Um, there's this wrong in the world that I want to make right, and or maybe I want to prove people wrong. You know, uh, all these all these haters or whatever. And look, if if that's what really motivates you, I am no one to judge. I get it. You know, um, I'm all for the underdog story. Um, but just make sure that who you become by taking those steps and actions is somebody that you admire. It's somebody that whose traits you want to exemplify. And that has to do with your values, right? How do you determine your values? So you need to ask yourself some questions. What's important to you and why is it important, right? Um, you can think about who your role models are. Who are people that you admire and why? Uh, what traits do they exemplify and why, do, why are these valuable to you so you can also think about if you could have one quality instantly which one would it be right um you can also think about to get some idea of what you're already known for is what do people compliment me for or even what am i passionate about um you can also think about what type of people you don't want to be like what things in the world you hate um and even think about what what are the most important values that you would want to pass on to your children or to the next generation. So, or uh, a great question that I found is if you win the lottery tomorrow and you don't have to worry about money anymore, what values would you continue to hold? So if money is no longer an issue in your life, and feel free to stop this because I know I'm going pretty fast, but... If, if money is no longer an issue, because that's the thing, right? Many people are like, well, and I get it. Again, it's true. You need to be able to provide for yourself. Oftentimes have some uh, economic stability. Um, but if that's no longer an issue for you, right? You have all the money that you could want. 
then what values would you want to continue to exemplify? What values will continue to be valid? And, and you can even think about this long term, like without the money question, if you think about the world overall uh, 100 years from now or 1,000 years ago, what are the values that are always valid? Uh, another great question you can ask is what qualifies your ideal partner? What are the things that you want to see in somebody that you want to be with in a relationship with? Um, like the person maybe you want you would like to marry, right? What what is what are those ideal qualities that that person would have? And then you can always ask yourself, which is getting you know uh, philosophical, why why? And f figure out what are the recurrent themes that you're finding, and write down your top ten. So write down once you have your top ten values, you need to cut that down into your top six. And in order for you to be more mindful on a daily basis to make sure you're exemplifying them, write down your top three, right? And look, these don't always have to stay the same. These can evolve, but write down your top three values you're going to think about on a daily basis and make sure that you want to exemplify. So you have 10, you go to the top six. Top six, you want to live your life around overall, but write down your top three, and that's something you need to make your, your, your mission to live out daily. Now, going back to your vision. So, de determining where you want to go. You want to create a compelling and detailed vision of where you will end up to help you stay the course. And then you can determine what decisions, actions, and habits you need to develop in order to achieve it. This is going to help you make it easy, right? Um, and, again, this is where we discuss about the internal dialogue, the vision, the values, um, and the environment, right? to make it easier for you to be able to stay the course. Oftentimes, the reason people don't meet their goals is because they try to do too much at once and it's not sustainable. Like if you want to lose weight, people will start oftentimes going to the gym for like two hours a day, five times a week, the first two weeks of the year, and they'll probably last no more than two or three months. By March, they're already back to their old self. The better way to achieve this goal is to find out what actually works for you and making it sustainable. So again, you can check out Atomic Habits, which talks about, you know, putting your, your running shoes right next to your bed and just putting them on or even just getting to the gym. And if you're really tired, head back home, but at least you showed up to the, to the gym, right? And you did maybe like 20 reps while you started to develop the habit of actually showing up. And uh, say if you want to get rid of the, of the beer belly, you want to get a six pack. So you, you want to get lean, but you, you, need to, you need to burn fat. So how do you burn fat? You need to find out, as we've discussed before, what actually works. So if you do some research, you'll find out that you, you actually need to, so to have some muscle to be able to burn fat. So if you start uh, doing some weight training three or four times a week, and then one time you do cardio, rather than just focusing on cardio, you're going to have much, you, you probably will have better results. And so... Maybe in the beginning, as we discussed, you need to jump in all in and you need to go for two hours a day just so you, you can like change your environment and really focus on your goal and even hang out with gym bros to get motivation. But your focus long term should be sustainability. So maybe you only work out 30 to 40 minutes a day, um, three or four times. And then maybe once or twice a week, you might go for a run or play pickleball or soccer or something that you enjoy. And that way you can continue to make it sustainable. But I guarantee you that over the course of two years, the person who 
will have set sustainable goals and just continues to go 30, 40 minutes, three times or four times a week to exercise, is going to have is going to be have progress far beyond the person who gave up after the three months of going super hard because it was unsustainable. So going back to um, the vision, we oftentimes focus on the material objectives, right? It's like, okay, what, where do you want to end up? And it's like, well, I want to have a big house. Um, like I want to have this car and I want to have like this like super expensive watch so I can show off to my friends and look those things physical material needs are important right um, but at the same time you need to understand where those sometimes those focuses come from um, and realize that those things really won't fulfill you there's other areas of your life that are far more important um, I believe it's 85% of the population struggles with self-esteem. So this is why people get in debt. They buy things that they can't afford with credit cards so that they can show off. And you know how the saying goes, you, you buy things that uh, you don't even care about and impress people you don't even like, right? So don't, don't be that person, right? Like know who you are, try to define that, and see what actually would benefit you in becoming that, that person that you're evolving into. So, how can we think about the other areas that could be important? And we obviously do need to prioritize some things. So, we can look at Maslow's hierarchy of needs. Abraham Maslow came up with this diagram. But we can really sum it up into four quadrants. If you want to look it up, the full, the full one, I'll, I'll speak about both. But basically, there's, there's physical needs that are met physically, right? That's like the first quadrant. And this would be what is at the base of... Of the pyramid for Maslow which is physiological needs this is the bare basic things for survival like air water food uh, and shelter even sleep would count between in, in these um, then there's safety and security security needs these are more spiritual needs but they're delivered physically right this is like second quadrant of having savings having some discretionary income uh, having some kind of personal personal security right this is not a physical need. It's more of a spiritual need, but it's delivered physically. Uh, perhaps having an employment or, or being healthy also f falls within this category. Um, then you have love and belonging, which is the third level for uh, Maslow. And this has to do with your connections, right? Your friendship. This is delivered physically, um, but it's a spiritual need. So your friendship, your intimacy, your family, your sense of connection... These are not, not physical needs. These are like needs of the soul, if, if, if you would say. Uh, and they're delivered uh, physically. And then finally, there's spiritual needs that are not required to survive physically, but are needed for your well-being and understanding yourself more deeply. And these are delivered spiritually. This has to do with self-esteem, respect, some recognition, your freedom, uh, developing your strengths, and even a relationship with God. So at the very top of Maslow's pyramid is self-actualization, which is the desire to become the most that one can be, which is growth. And this is truly what we all want. When you are in the world, you're not here to just exist, right? You're here to grow, right? Um, as we discussed in previous chapter, we live in an ecosystem. We're not an island. And... You need to grow and contribute in order for the ecosystem to be to help you out and for you to have a good life and feel good about yourself. So obviously then you can use this to guide yourself of understanding where you are right now 
if you're listening to this podcast most likely you have your physiological needs covered which is the base right um so then make it your priority to meet those other immediate needs um say if you don't have security then that should be your next top priority so then you can develop a vision for multiple areas of your life um a set a harvard study that was done over 70 years this is one of the longest uh going studies that they did they follow people's life over time and what they determine is that the quality of people's lives is determined by the quality of their relationships and we'll likely discuss this more later on but it's important for you to set a vision and goals for your relationships and how to improve them and your family this should be top priority so what are your goals in this area so i'm going to give you different areas and i'm going to give you some things that you can think about to help guide you with this so you can start to think about your vision so maybe you want to spend more time with your family maybe you want to be able to keep your commitments more often uh maybe you're a flake right you say you're going to do something you don't do it um so maybe you want to start to keep your commitments maybe you want to be more honest maybe you want to start taking more ownership maybe you want to be more willing to ask for help or support we we all know that uh pride is a thing uh, and nowadays is a very big thing and it really doesn't help for, for growth the bible says that the humble will inherit, will inherit the earth and so um, be willing to be vulnerable ask for help and also seek ways to support and help others and advance their success of those around you which is again contributing so being uh, maybe more engaged in being a better spouse a better parent or a better friend uh, perhaps your goal would be to develop new friendships or nurture some of the friendships you have. Um, and then there's also your physical needs, right? These are also important because they, they, they correlate. So this is a second category to your well-being. They correlate to your well-being. There's really nothing more true than the saying that health is wealth, right? Um, you could be the richest person on earth. And if you don't, if you're not healthy, you don't have energy you can't get up whatever the case may be you won't be it doesn't matter how much money you have you can't enjoy it right so this is where you can also start to be grateful um you know the fact that you have uh you know things that we take for granted like our vision or even our our breath or being able to walk right so we want to take care of our bodies we want to maybe uh like i said earlier do some strength training uh, a few times a week this is what's proven to to create the most benefit in somebody's life from a working out standpoint, um, doing heavy weights. Um, the nice thing is you're ex you're exerting force in your body. It doesn't take too long for you to do it, but you are, you know, breaking your muscle. You're putting your body under stress in a way that's going to release those chemicals in your brain that are going to ultimately make everything work better, feel better, etc., and sleep better. So it's all correlated. Um, you also want to do some kind of stretching. You also don't want to be sitting down all day. Um, sitting down is uh, said to be as bad as, as smoking. There's new research that, sh that shows that if we sit down all, all the time, it's almost if you're smoking cigarettes. It's that bad. So you want to stand up, go for walks. Uh, maybe you want to watch less TV. Um, look at your eating habits, right? Um, you can also, and again, these are all suggestions, right, of things you can think about for each category and the vision that you want to set. So uh, are you eating healthy? Uh, are you eating too much fast food? Are you consuming too much sugar? 
and we know that all these processed foods um, I'm not gonna get into the details of it you can you can look it up but they're just not good right so you wanna you wanna eat more things that are natural from the ground um, as much as possible that are not as processed uh, there's a, a huge sugar addiction nowadays and I get it look I have a sweet tooth myself um, but maybe like we said before you can replace uh, it with like dark chocolate or something that's healthier for you uh, spending time outside sleeping well drinking water these are all things that you can start to make a list and see if you're doing and it kind of it correlates to your habits um, what I've done and I'm kind of all over the place but you get me um, is I, I have a, a sheet right like an Excel sheet you can just do it on, on Google Sheets and you just write down all of the different things all the different habits that you're doing and then you put the weeks right so Monday Tuesday Wednesday Thursday Friday or you could even do it um, by date and you can just you know create multiple sheets and that way you have a track of all your uh, the full year and you just you know put a check mark whenever you do meet the goal of the habit that you're looking to to create so did I drink two liters of water today yes okay check maybe I only drank 1.5 so maybe I give myself a seven you can have a number system um, etc another thing that I know people um, do a lot today is energy drinks or, or caffeine and you know that you just have to be mindful of, of these things too so then the third category is is business and your job needs um, how do you bring value to the marketplace do you are you planning your days are your goals written down do you love what you do are you growing or improving do you feel satisfaction or accomplishment by doing what you're doing does it allow you for you to spend time with your family does it have the potential to help you achieve your financial goals for the next year what about the next five to ten years does it give you a sense of significance that you're making a positive difference so think about these things for your job obviously maybe you have to start out doing a job that you don't like for some time until you gain some experience and ultimately you can then start to do other things but i mean obviously work is not meant to be um you know people say well you know you have to just do what you love and follow your passion and i mean i i think whoever gets to do that every day which which does happen is very privileged but you know we need to understand that it's just not realistic or possible or it's not the case for um, most people and that's okay right um, you can learn to love what you do in your work as long as again you're you're you can focus on maybe how you're contributing uh, contributing to the people around you right so maybe you run a small shop in a, in a town that is far away um, and you have you know the the basic things that people would need and maybe you know it's not the most fun job because you're just standing in that store all day long waiting for people to come back and and buy your products but hey guess what you're saving people 20 minutes 30 minutes from them having to go to somewhere else to buy that thing because you're the only shop around and you get to have a, a relationship with the people in your town right so um you can learn to love your job etc um now the third or I guess this would be the fourth category is financial. Um, make sure you have a budget and are you sticking to it? Are you living be below your means? How often are you spending money imprudently? 
Um, do you have a portfolio where you can track things? Are you saving at least 10% of your income every month? Uh, do you give to charity or to church? Are you using too much debt or credit cards? Um, what are you using the debt for, right? There's good debt and bad debt. Um, do you have some money put aside for a rainy day? If you were to lose your job tomorrow, how long can you last, right? You got to think about these things. Do you feel you are compensated fairly based on what you bring into the business or what you're doing? Um, and if not, then you can start to take steps to, to make your your income grow based on the value that you're bringing um, maybe you you change companies for something to a company that sees your value which I've done um, do you have insurance or a financial plan for my, for your family uh, should something happen to you do you have a retirement plan have you set up your testament or a will so these are all things that you can think about um, for financial in terms of spiritual do you consider yourself a spiritual person, quote-unquote spiritual? Well, you need to realize we're all spiritual. Um, how do you know? Because even loving, right, is a spiritual action, right? How do you love? You don't love physically. It's spiritual. But what are practical things that you can do to improve this area? One, you need to accept that you're a spiritual being, um, and you do have a soul. And you can look up and near-death experiences if you want. Second, you need to spend 20 to 30 minutes a day meditating or reflecting on life. Um, or this something I've found that has had a lot of benefit for me. Um, it's just setting time aside to think, to meditate, to reflect. Um, you can also um, have, third, have a relationship with the source, quote unquote. Um, obviously, for me, I believe in one God. So the source for me is God. Um, the God of the Bible and if you don't believe in the God of the Bible you can go back to my second podcast my second episode of the podcast where I talk about um, about it and you can make sure so you are you practicing your spiritual beliefs are you using your spiritual beliefs to help solve your problems or help others um, are you living in accordance with your beliefs are you even getting to the point that you you can teach your spiritual beliefs um, and for example my core belief is that God is love and he's also just right so this is why uh, he can't overlook sin right because he loves us so he's willing to forgive us when we are doing the wrong things or messing up but He's also gonna all the people that are there that do all all the evil on earth, which is many people. Uh, God cannot ignore those things either, right? They will have a consequence for their actions. So whenever I know many people, for example, would detract them from maybe looking into into uh, going to church or or having a relationship with God or being Christian is maybe they they see all these people that are very hypocritical, right? And they preach one thing but do another. And believe me, you know, the Bible talks about these things. And and you shall know somebody by their fruit. And so if somebody's living that way, you know, God cannot be fooled. And just don't let those things detract you from you yourself having a relationship with God. Okay. The, 
sixth category category is more related to that part about self-actualization and growth mental growth so are you reading uh, 30 minutes a day are you listening to something instructional or motivating or inspirational that is positive uh, especially in the morning to maybe help you get ready for your day um, on your car you can put them some cds you can listen to uh, jim Rohn. you can listen to bob proctor you can listen to uh, Tony Robbins, uh, there's just a ton of content out there nowadays that can help you grow. Uh, it's all in the personal development industry. Um, are you seeking to learn more about your field or industry of work? Um, are you? Do you have a mentor who you, who you trust? That's a very good investment if, if you find a person that can help guide you and, and mentor you and you can just you know go to them and ask them questions and and get some advice obviously as we've discussed don't take advice from somebody that that is doesn't have what you want or, or that's doing worse than you in that area um, take advice from the people that have what you want and who have success in those areas um, are your friends positive influences right think about these things do you engage in gossip a lot or are you reviewing your major goals daily um, do you journal? Are you reviewing what you're grateful for on a daily basis? Saying no, right? Uh, remember, every time you say yes to something, you're saying no to everything else. So oftentimes you need to say no to obligations and requests that don't really fit your objectives and your values more often than not so you can actually meet those objectives. Then lifestyle, right? This would be uh, like a seventh category. So this has to do with your hobbies, with... Uh, attending cultural events, vacations, disconnecting from the world or work. Um, like me right now, um, you know, I'm, I'm here in Central America because I want to look at potentially doing something down the line long term. Um, but, you know, I'm also taking a vacation. Uh, last year, I didn't really uh, take time off to, to have a vacation. So it's been a, it's been a while and uh, definitely enjoying it and, and welcoming it. So, um also, are you spending time you the, the time that you want with your family, right? Um, that's part of your lifestyle. Are you seeking adventures, right? Are you are you just kind of like maybe doing the same thing every single day for too long and it's just getting boring, right? Or you need to go and try something new or get exposure to uh, to experiences or, or diversity, right? Um, just changing it, switching it up a little bit. Do you have time to do what do you uh, like to do? Um, and also, obviously, you need to. Uh, prioritize what you have to do but you can't just be all work and no play right uh, remember going back to to making it sustainable even with the working out example maybe you go and play pickleball or soccer or do something you enjoy as well as part of your routine um, are you living life to your to the fullest are you loving the way that you want to love are you do you daydream are you being present right uh, we know that today everybody you know is is has a phone addiction we're all addicted to our phones we're on our phones all the time so maybe you can set a day a week that you just don't even use your phone just put it up put it aside and just be present with the people that you love so these seven categories um the reason i, I gave all these all these questions and points is because uh they can help you figure out all the different areas and think think beyond the scope of what people oftentimes think of a vision right as we said people sometimes focus just on like the monetary aspect of things and there's just so many important areas to life so um when you're setting your vision 
make sure you're taking into consideration all these different areas. Um, are they aligned with your values, right? Asking yourself why these matter. We discuss how you can find, uh, figure out your values as well, which is huge because then that's going to be like a compass. It's going to help you make decisions. Whenever opportunities show up, you can ask, hey, is this, is this aligned with my values, right? And then it can help you say yes or no to things. Um, and obviously, look, there, there's variation. There's not like a perfect formula that I can tell you do this or do that. Um, for me, you know, I have the whole I have the Holy Spirit. Uh, when Jesus came, he said, it is good for me to leave because he was talking to the disciples, because if I don't go, this the, the, the spirit won't come. And, you know, when when he left up to heaven because Jesus is alive, right, he resurrected. He spent time uh, here on earth after resurrecting. And he went up to heaven, and he left us his spirit. So, for me as Christian, I know that I'm the Holy Spirit is guiding my steps, right? Um, but yeah, I mean, oftentimes it has to do with like your gut feelings um, and listening to to yourself, right? Knowing yourself, um, and then ultimately, in order to make it sustainable, you need to optimize your environment. So we talked about uh, the different things that that's composed of and um, I want to read something yeah so your inputs things that are, that are influencing you your environment the people making sustainable routines that's that's also a part that I didn't touch upon too much but um, What's going to make it uh, sustainable is when your purpose, your vision, and your values are all aligned. And also creating routines, which is what makes you um, practicing those habits easily. Um, you can also control more often your, your ends of days so or your morning and your evenings. And remember that the day starts with the night before. If you are tired because you didn't sleep well, then you're not going to perform as well. So make sure that you're setting up a schedule of when you're going to sleep. Um, you know, uh, for me, like I discussed earlier, my my uh, routine at night is, is to read, uh, to wind down instead of, you know, being on the phone. I'd, I'm not perfect. I don't do that every single time. But, you know, you want to set some, some routines that help you in the morning. Maybe you get up, you drink a glass of water, you stretch a little bit, you do some self-development, you read, etc. Just make sure that you set those routines because that's what's going to make it easy for you to make it sustainable. So that's all I had for you all. Um, and I hope this serves you well. And uh, I look forward to chatting more again soon.